Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So is Oprah going to run for president? Uh, that is the question people are asking today on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Hello. And uh, Seth Meyers joked about Oprah running for president at the beginning of the Golden Globes last night. And the conversation has continued well into today. Here is a little clip of that joke that Seth, uh, Seth, Meyer, Seth, Seth Meyers made during the opening of the Golden Globes. 2011, I told some jokes about our current president at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, jokes about how he was unqualified to be president, and some have said that night convinced him to run. So if that's true, I just want to say, Oprah, you will never be president. <laughs> and Hanks, you will never be vice president. You are too mean and unrelatable. Now we just wait and see. Well, and then she gave that wonderful speech last night and everybody was, you know, um, chanting, you know, Oprah for president in 2020. And the conversation has done nothing but continue and sort of balloon out of control today. Um, You know, let's talk about that in a moment, whether we think that's a good idea, because I know you've got some opinions about it. But I do want you to hear this. So just... You know, politics aside, just listen to this just very, I would call it an ironic moment from Oprah, her talk show back in the day when she had a very um, familiar guest who now might be the leader of the free world. Can we listen to that? Because isn't that true? There's That's a vibe. True. There's a vibe. There's an there's an indescribable it factor that, you know, I don't think you can teach. They don't teach it in the Wharton School of Business. It's not something you can even learn. There's just an it wouldn't you say, Donald? That's true, folks. And I, and I will tell you, I went to the Wharton School of Finance, and I will say that I am sitting next to it. There is nobody ever, ever that has had it. That is there so... There is nobody ever that has had it, dot, 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 and the assumption is he's saying Oprah, Oprah has, has it, it. Which is just, it, it, would be, it would be hilariously ironic if... Uh, Oprah Winfrey did, in fact, run for president in 2020, presumably against the man who was sitting on the couch uh, next to her that day. Telling her that she had it. I mean, it is sort of like an alternate reality, right? When you go back in time like that. Well, and also, I'll just add to that, that in 1999, when Trump was, uh, when now President Trump was on um, Larry King, he said, this is again back in 1999, that if he ever did run for president, he would name Oprah as his vice president. He said, I, uh, I really haven't gotten there quite yet, but I guess Oprah, I love Oprah. Oprah would always be my first choice. And then uh, um, 
what's his foot? Uh, Larry King said Oprah, and she and he said Oprah. Your competitor, you know what? She's really a great woman, though. She's a terrific woman. She's somebody that's very special. So interesting, is it not, that this is a conversation that is happening well, now just, in 2018? You know, I, I, look, it just means God God can only imagine who's going to be running for president 20 years from now. I mean, right. I kind of feel like, you know, some, like somebody from it, like an animated character on a Disney show will probably be running for president in 2036. Or like Bart Simpson or something. Yeah. Um, but let's get back to the ori- uh, initial st- question. Will Oprah run for president? I mean, literally, that has been the topic of conversation across social media um, today. Well, and it's not even just rumor. There have been um, important people who uh, are close to Oprah who have been quoted as saying, most notably Stedman, uh, her partner of however many years, uh, that she hasn't ruled it out, yeah. that this might be something she really is considering. And, you know, I think part of it was that spectacular speech she gave. I know the conversation was sort of alive before that, but that spectacular speech she gave yesterday, and it was nothing short of impeccably amazing. But just because somebody gives a great speech, are they, is that what is... Oprah for president, yes or no? No. Okay. Absolutely no, no. What about you? I would say no, but there's a big but. What's, tell me about... Th- Show me the butt. Show me the butt. Okay. Well, I'm going to show you my big butt right now. Okay. What is the big no, butt? No, I think you're right. I mean, I think everybody, I, I shouldn't say everybody because there are a lot of people on social media. They're like, Oprah, run for president. And, uh, you know, I think what they're reacting to for the most part is the emotion, her amazing speech, the fact that she represents sort of this just like better than, greater than, um, more uh, evolved sort of uh just this this higher being mm-hmm. than the rest of us. She has occupied that space in our culture. So it 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 then makes sense that a bunch of people would be like, she's, you know, run Oprah, mm-hmm. right? But then when you start to pull it apart and you start to, you know, look at it, what it would really mean and what do you really want in a president? And that's when, you know, I think you could um, spend probably a couple hours talking about why that is or is not a good idea. Um, at the face of it, I would just say no. However, I would say, like, why not? Like, there were people who laughed uh, vociferously at the notion of, you know, an old Hollywood actor who, you know, was a governor of California, but they may be a little bit more lenient in terms of who they're willing to have run things. Um, People questioned, you know, Barack Obama, people I have no questioned questioned (laughs) (laughs) Donald Trump. Yeah. I mean, no. Uh, that would not be my first choice. And I'm sure if you sat somebody down and said, who would you like to vote for in the next presidential election? Oprah probably wouldn't be at the top of the list before today. Um, but then if you start to pull it apart, I don't know that it is the most absurd name that you could that you could mention. I mean, I don't disagree with you. I, I see what you're saying. I have not attempted to pull it apart just yet. However, I've heard Oprah say it before that her talents and her um, view is probably best served outside of the White House. And again, I go back to the fact that if you like, listen, Opes, if you want to affect some change and you want to do some things and you want to maybe get involved in politics, maybe you don't go straight for the top office, you know, maybe try it out. See if you like it. I'm just I'm fascinated by this world that we live in where we are sort of crossing reality 
and and television show. I think that ship let, say, with, the problem is I think that ship sailed a long time ago, and I you know like I am firmly wish that ship had never left the harbor. Um, but I I wonder if it's not too late for that sh- you know to keep that ship from getting out into open water. So if it's already out in the open water. We should just sail over there and deal with it. I mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, again, that you know, wouldn't be my first choice, but I, I, I don't know. I also, oh, there's just so much. But it's a lot. I mean, it is when you really like. That's part of it. I don't know that everybody really is taking a step back and thinking about it when they're all excited. Listen, Oprah's amazing. I don't think she's not amazing. We don't talk about politics, but I, you know, if just from like a generic, you know, response, I don't. Uh, I, wouldn't it be nice to have a a president for once who like, you know, you could relate to, I could like somebody who got up every morning at a certain hour and had to like go earn a living and didn't have the ability to just do whatever they wanted. Because the thing that a lot of people don't like about maybe our current president or some other presidents in the past, I think would be the same with Oprah. You have somebody who uh, is wildly successful yeah. and very popular among certain people. Um, but very not relatable to any one of us in reality. Mm-mm. We feel like we, you know, like we're besties with Oprah. We buy her books. We watch her shows mm-hmm. no, because you're we not go besties. On. It's like Ellen, right? Like, I, yeah, I think they're all amazing people and she's wildly successful and she gave this wonderful and amazing speech, but she has literally no idea what you and I, and you and I are incredibly fortunate yeah. people. Like, I don't even know that we're, um, you know, I mean, we're pretty average, let's be honest, but, but, you know, when it comes to the average American, it would be nice if we could just have somebody sit in that, you know, spot once in a while who could maybe relate to what you and I and very many Americans actually have to deal with on a on a daily basis. And I know we have to go, but that is actually one of the things that Oprah does so artfully, though, just to kind of bring it back, that Oprah, during that speech last night, she really did do a, a, a wonderful job of relating to people um based on who, where she came from, right? So she was able to to talk about where she was when she saw Sidney Poitier win Best Actor at the uh, Academy Awards. And he was the first black man to have done that. And she described a scene where she was sitting on the linoleum floor of her grandmother's home and her mother came home from cleaning other people's houses. So she did this like amazing job of of relating to people yeah um at every stage well and i would just be a little cynical and say she gets people to believe that she can relate to what they're doing which is why she's so wildly successful and i don't want to take away her success i'm just saying like daily you know i would much i would be more confident with like half a dozen people in this building walking in to be president of the United States than I would, you know, Oprah or people like her. I just want to assure you that I will never be running for president of the United States, which is probably a good thing for everybody. Now, when we come back, Bradley, you might run for president someday. No, I'm kidding. No, we're going to talk about uh, some Scientology business that we have to clear up. Some things you may not even realize are happening that are attached to Scientology, which is our favorite religion to talk about on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk one Oh seven one.
It's time again to celebrate the best thing about Minnesota, the men. Bearded Northwoods men, clean-shaven suburban metrosexuals, all of them, yum. Yum. It's My Talk 1071's Manuary 2018. Here's what we need from you. Nominate the man you know that makes the Twin Cities a better place to live than anywhere else in the country. Tell us about your generous co-worker, a great guy friend, or maybe your wonderfully giving husband. If they end up as our Mr. Manuary, they'll get $3,000 for their favorite charity. So get over to mytalk1071.com, use keyword Manuary, and submit your great guy. We're celebrating the amazing men that make the Twin Cities an amazing place. It's Manuary 2018, but tick-tock. Get your guy nominated by Monday at midnight at mytalk1071.com, keyword Manuary. I'm a good man. The radio home of constantly adding to your Netflix queue. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Well, try though we may to uh, inform you about Scientology and the, uh, and the uh, abuses and inconsistencies that happen with the people in Scientology. Scientology has found its way back into the news again. And uh, we are going to talk about that on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, And uh, Bradley, somebody who has blocked you on Twitter, was square in the middle of the Scientology-related news starting last week, right? Yeah, well... Oops, I got to turn, turn on the microphone. So, um, Kirstie Alley... Uh, has been tweeting some things that really just show her for the obnoxious Scientologist that she is. And, um, you know, it is safe to say the Church of Scientology is enjoying Paul Haggis's current downfall insofar as he's being accused of raping a publicist. And I guess three other women have come forward with their own misconduct accusations. Paul Haggis, you should just know he is a critic of the Church of Scientology. So um, it should come as no surprise that Kirstie Alley would tweet something like, uh, this is going to be an interesting year for the bad guys in uh, as a ta- as well as attaching a story about Paul Haggis to that meaning. So she comes out and says, oh, look at this critic of Scientology being accused of sexual uh, assault. Mm-hmm. OK, but then you go back and see what she said about, oh, look at this, a Scientologist that's in good standing, Danny Masterson. What do we know about Danny Masterson? He's been accused uh, not once, not twice, but uh, thrice or more. And was removed from the show. Yep. As a result of allegations of rape. And uh, when when he, uh, or I should say, when that story broke, Kirstie Alley said, I'm an advocate of courts of law for criminal matters. Also, innocent until proven guilty is a fairly sane concept that I'm pretty sure each of us would like to be afforded. Rumors can cause witch hunts. Seems okay to be part of the mob until you become the next witch. So, by the way, I would just like to point out Bradley Trainer is reading these uh, tweets from a story written about Kirstie Alley's tweets because Bradley Trainer himself has been blocked. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. 
Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. By Kirstie yeah. Alley. As has most of anybody who ever mentions the fact that she is a duplicitous Scientology um, booty face. Yes. Yeah, that's that. the technical term. <laughs> She's, uh, yeah. Now, anyway, so I just think that that, you know, uh, lest you think um, Kirstie Alley has any credibility to stand on in the issue of sexual assault and harassment, I would argue that she seems to be um, playing both sides. Well, speaking of playing both sides, that is the, the exact um, critique people have about Elizabeth Moss today. Elizabeth Moss won uh, a, a lot of awards yesterday for uh, her work on The Handmaid's Tale. This is a, a show that is a Hulu original based on the Margaret Atwood novel, and it really deals with women's place in this um, in this in in society. And it oddly one of the reasons why it caught fire, I think, this year when it was uh, released on Hulu is because it was strangely very much in line with some things we were seeing happening in our culture, and that only intensified with the recent Hollywood. Um, allegations of sexual misconduct, right? Well, she won, and during her uh, speech, her Golden Globes uh, acceptance speech, she took a little bit of Margaret Atwood's um, flair and and sort of rearranged some of her words where uh, she talked about um, the story that we're telling right now, right? That we are part of the story. These just aren't words on the page. This is part of the story. Well, eagle-eyed or eagle-eared Twitter users hooked to Twitter and pointed back at her and said, Elizabeth Moss, what are you talking about? You are part of a religion being Scientology that turns a blind eye to how women are treated. Yeah. And, uh, and, and not, people are not happy with her. No, absolutely. Napkins. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm like, I didn't know what you were pointing at. I'm looking for them. Sorry. Uh, Anyway, so that is one of the things that uh, that is another thing people are talking about today when it comes to Scientology. And by the way, we were talking about this yesterday on our watch along while we were watching the Golden Globes when she won. I don't know that a lot of people are always aware that she is a Scientologist. Um, She certainly doesn't. Well, no. And frankly, who cares? I mean, in any other situation, who cares? Right. We don't care what the religion of particular actors or actresses are. But ch- the Church of Scientology, it does not take a long walk uh, to to realize that the, you're not dealing with any other religion. You're dealing with a an organization who has made a coordinated effort to silence people who are critical and also to silence um, people who are critical of people within the Church of Scientology um, when they do something wrong right. up to and including but not limited to sexual assault and sexual harassment. So it is it is, to, you know, because people will say, you know, religious freedom and and why should we not be allowed to you know practice whatever religion we want? Nobody's saying you can't. Right. They're just saying you can't be two faced and you can't support an organization which is silencing 
uh, those who are victims. And systematically hiding those who are perpetrators. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. There's more to talk about there, but we are going to move on to Lord and Lady D-Bag of the Day. No, it wasn't just Kirstie Alley. We've got more True. D-Bags for got you. Lots of them. Coming up on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. Entertainment. One of our favorite things to do is take a look at the people in Hollywood and uh, call them out for their weird behavior. We call them D-Bags on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. You are Bradley Trainer, And these are your D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. I'm looking at Justin Bieber. Why? What did he do now? Well, it's really just an Instagram post he made. Um, And it's not really that he's doing... Okay, I'll just tell you what's happening and you'll probably be able to figure out what's D-baggy about it. So he uh, took a picture, posted it on Instagram. It is of him sitting in what appears to be uh, the, uh, the seat of an airplane reading the Bible. Not a problem there. Okay. Like, do you, dude? Yeah. He's shirtless. Interesting. Um, just quick question. Uh, just I want to read the room here. H- how many times have you flown with no shirt on? Zero. Right. Isn't Although that like in a... fairness, I don't have a private jet. I mean, fine. But I just, I don't even care if your jet is private. I just feel like there are certain places where a shirt is require i mean maybe because i'm a lady i don't understand this i don't understand the impulse to remove your shirt if you are not excessively sweating from i don't know say a workout yeah if you are not actually on a beach yeah i just don't understand the impulse like make myself comfortable i'm gonna take off my shirt i don't get it mostly because i'm cold that's why i don't take my shirt off I will say, I mean, he has some beautiful tattoos. Yeah, he's got a lot of tattoos. He's got many tattoos, and they all blend together. I just thought, like, that picture in and of its, and he's sort of flexing and feeling his own muscles. Well, isn't the, um, from what I remember, isn't the, uh, what's the caption? It is wowzers. Yeah, that was the part I didn't understand. Is he, like, complimenting his own I think he physique, is I think he is or is I, he complimenting Jesus it could be I don't know I mean or he's just so enlightened by um the book the particular book of the Bible that he's reading at this given moment I mean there's a lot to wow I think in in well also this picture what person <laughs> under the age of 40 says wowzers Justin Bieber right mm-hmm. I mean it doesn't make any like where did he even learn that word I mean, from the kids, the kids these days. Any whoosie whatsie. I just thought it was such a D-baggy picture. It just made me listen. Like every once in a while, he'll start to drift over to my like sweet side. Like I'll be like, oh, okay, Justin Bieber. Like he puts out a new song. I feel good about it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to give him a shot. And then he does something like this. And I'm like, that's just dude, just put a shirt on and like. Put a shirt on. Well, um, the thing that I find interesting is I, the other headline I saw about Justin Bieber over the weekend is that he's trying to, he and Selena are trying to work on having a normal relationship. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what that would mean I don't for them. I don't think that's ever going to happen either. I mean, no. no. 
No. Also, I tend to find that when people do things like take pictures of themselves shirtless or take pictures of themselves reading the Bible, that they're trying to make a point which probably isn't a very valid one. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to represent themselves as something. Yeah. That maybe they're not. Yeah. So. Also, can I ask a really dumb question? This is a general question about like general Instagrams. Yeah. Have you noticed with celebrities, I kind of get it because they always have like a person there with them or an assistant who will take pictures of them. Right. But generally speaking, like regular everyday people, how are they always getting like third person pictures of themselves? You know what I mean? Like pictures of them out in nature or like from it, like that aren't selfies that they're not taking themselves. Is that a dumb question? Some of them are using timed cameras. Some of them recruit their significant others. Well, or yeah, I would imagine they just have somebody pictures. take the picture. Yeah. But I don't like, I mean, unless it's a, I'm trying to think of the times I've done that. And the only thing I can think of is that if somebody took a great group picture and I wanted to post it, that's about it. Right. Then, but not like, you know, here's me shopping at Target or, from a distance. Or here's me standing up against a brick wall a very, looking at my pigeon toes. That's. Okay, I Who's don't, that? I don't know what you're just dealing you? with over there, just, honey. But yeah, just um, me. But I feel like people on Instagram—that's a definite thing, right? Yeah, if, I guess. Like Instagrammers. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Anyway, okay, but Justin Bieber, you're my d bag. Who's your d bag, Bradley? Uh, my d bag is a name you probably haven't heard in a while, but one that you uh, are going to hear more about probably in the next month. Chris Souls. Oh, the former Bachelor. The former Bachelor Prince and neighbor. Farming. And uh, neighbor to our south, Chris Souls, he's an Iowa farmer turned reality TV star. He is literally fighting to avoid prison at this point. And if you don't remember, he was actually in his pickup truck one night and he uh, drove it into the back of a tractor, killing a neighbor. Now, this was, you know, shocking to say the least. And uh, we talked about it at the time for a few days, but... Since then, I don't think we've heard much out of this, but now we know that a judge has dismissed a challenge that Crystal's lawyers had made. They tried to make this argument in this fatal crash that would essentially keep him from having to um, face a trial. Uh, but the judge dismissed it and said, no, nice try, but you're going to be going to trial in January. And um, if he were to be found guilty, then he'd be going to prison. So wow. it's just it's so fascinating to see how quickly you know, somebody's luck can change. Well, we should add to the story. I mean, for those who don't remember, part of what made the story even more interesting and uh, and brought our eyes to it was that he, he fled the scene and was uh, not found until later at his own home. And there was no way at that point for them to test him for alcohol, um, even well, though there were some things that indicated that perhaps he had been drinking. He did call 911. He did ID himself. He administered CPR to the guy and remained at the scene until emergency personnel arrived. But then after they arrived, he left and law enforcement hadn't arrived yet. So right. that was also part of this um, like tricky uh, legal back and forth. Um, so. But the bottom line is the takeaway is that he is going to face trial. And I think trial begins on the 18th so in just 10 days oh my gosh that'll be fascinating i mean you know to kind of follow along with and see where this goes because i think early on you know he was uh, you know he was apologetic right off the bat and i think we weren't 
certain that it would go much further. Um, and here we are really looking at an actual trial for him. Yikes. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Well, we'll keep an eye on that and we'll definitely update people uh, as we go. Now, I do want to remind people we are in the th- we are about to be in the thick of Manuary. Oh, for this sure. is a real deal. Thursday. Thursday, in fact, is the day we draft. And um, I think that you can still can we still nominate people until can st- tonight until tonight can still go online tonight. to my talk 1071.com and nominate uh, a person in your life, a man you see doing good in our community. Uh, and that person then will be available for us to draft during our manuary draft, which again is on Thursday right here at noon on the Colleen and Bradley show. And it's really simple to nominate. All you have to do is go to my talk 1071.com. If you use keyword manuary, that will take you to the page or, you know, it is right on the front page on our little, I call it the swipey board. Carousel, I think, is the technical term for it. Uh, but you can get to it very easily there. And then all you have to do is uh, provide a name and some information about the nominee and a photograph. And then we will be pouring over all the available um, candidates, mandates, if you will. And uh, on Thursday, we will be drafting. And it should be an entire you-know-what show. Because... Um, we will all argue with each other. We will be talking it's over a each other. Fair amount of drama around uh, Manuary. A lot of drama. Hot drama. Hot drama on Manuary this year. So, uh, so definitely pay attention to that. Stay tuned for that draft, and we will be talking about Manuary throughout uh, the next few weeks. Now, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, okay, you know, you guys know how I've been having to hair dry my toes because I get no circulation into my toes. Well, science has given me the answer to how to get that circulation back. So if you've got circulation problems, stay tuned. AARP chat is on its way. I'm not that. It's okay. Bye. Lori and Julia. I do. me off the Instapot ledge because I won one of those damn things. So you know how you used to have to brown things and then put them in the crock pot? I never did that. Well, all of that happens in one pot now. Yes. Like if you make a pot roast, you're supposed to do something before you put the meat in? Yes, you brown it so that you get the flavor profile and the brown crust. Who didn't know that? Anyone who read a recipe? I know Casey likes chicken wild rice soup. Yes. And it's great in the Instant Pot. You can put frozen chicken breasts in there. Cut up your vegetables, your rice. You got to cut up the chicken. No. You can put it in there frozen. You can cut it into smaller chunks if you want, but you don't have to. Will it cut it? Does it cut the meat? No, but then you would shred it after it's cooked. <laughs> but with what? Is there Are there teeth in it? I Forks mean, I, <laughs> that you would put oh, into the pot. No. Oh, I forget who I'm dealing yeah, with. Yeah, no, I mean, I am. I need to re-gift this thing. Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Every day at this time on the Colleen and Bradley show, we try to bring you some scientific or health news that you can use. And uh, we do it right here on MyTalk1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, where we are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And uh, Bradley, um, you remember how I've been uh, hair drying my toes because my circulation yes, is terrible and it's really it's cold, cold outside? Well, uh, a doctor from Wisconsin has some tips Oh, for people who have circulation Wisconsin issues. Wisconsin doctor, though, I don't know, but uh, really? Why? Because. Science! Science! 
it's not a joke. Like, I literally have had to use Alexis's hair dryer. Holly took video of it. It's on the MyTalk 1071 Instagram. I've had to hair dry my toes to get the feeling back. Multiple times, by Many the times. way. It's actually true. Um, and so I, I saw this article and it totally jumped out at me. And I thought, this is something that our listeners could use on these cold days. And this doctor, Dr. Brill from Wisconsin's Aurora Healthcare, um, has four tips for, uh, no, I'm sorry, six tips, seven tips. I can't count. How many tips? Seven tips. Are you seven sure? tips, sort of. Six, really. Some tips on how you can keep yourself from having those really cold extremities. Number one. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Wear loose-fitting clothes. Okay. Right? You've got to keep everything covered, but it's better to wear loose-fitting clothes. Can you guess why? I guess I wouldn't have thought that there was any reason for that. Because then your body heats the space between your body and the, and the clothing, and it acts sort of like a, a dome of heat, mm-hmm. and it keeps you warmer. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Number two, try spicy foods. Oh. Spicy foods. you from the inside. Kind of, yeah. Spicy foods will help promote um, raising your body temperature and getting your circulation going. Uh, don't smoke cigarettes, drink alcohol, or coffee. Yeah, that I know for sure. If you smoke cigarettes, you're going to have very cold fingers and toes. But what about, because, you, you know, you're outside, your hands exposed. Well, yeah, that, but not really. <laughs> but why, but coffee, that makes it's me because sad. Because it constricts your blood cells, right? That or actually, blood vessels. Exactly, is why. Because all of those things uh, constrict your blood vessels, which makes your circulation not work um, as well. Uh, you want to stay hydrated even when you don't feel thirsty, because hydr- hi- being hydrated will keep your blood vessels open and will provide opportunities for it to circulate and keep you warm. Uh, you're supposed to get active. And if you are still cold, you should go to your doctor. Because you may have terrible things. Like what? Like you could have a blocked artery. Oh, gosh. Or Have you gone to the doctor? You, no. Or you could have an ulcer. Okay. Or you could have Raynaud's, which is a condition that makes some areas of the body feel numb and discolored when they're exposed Ooh, to cold. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So are you going to go to the doctor? I mean, I don't know. It's just that one toe that really I've got problems with. So I don't know. It's one toe? Yeah, it's my big toe on my left foot. That's it. The only one? Yeah, you might. I feel like you might want to check that out. And also, can I just tell you this? When I'm cold, you can, all of my other toes and my foot will be red, and that one toe is white. Is that bad, do you think? I mean, it seems a little weird. I mean, it's noticeable. You got a weird toe. I know. Yeah. I think I have a wayward toe. Anyway, there you go. Promote good circulation.
Science. Um, okay, well, here's something amazing that science has done for the first time. I can't even believe uh, that I'm going to say these words out loud. Um, in a scientific first, researchers have grown hairy skin in a dish. Okay. Why? Because. Science. Yeah, this is the most disgusting headline I've seen. Yeah, like seriously, why? But it's fascinating. Um, <laughs> For okay, what purpose? They grew hairy skin in a dish. Just think about like there's a dish somewhere that had hairy skin in it. Also, I just don't ever want to see that on hairy a menu. Skin, yeah. <laughs> on a menu? You know what I mean? Like a, the hairy skin dish. No, ish. What made you think of a menu? Dish. Oh, in a like dish. Like I'm thinking got of like it. a dish like, of hairy my skin. My God, your mind goes to eating hairy skin. <laughs> no, anyway, researchers have successfully developed a method to grow hairy skin in a dish. But like, what is the point? That's a great question. I'm glad you asked. Oh, what for like hair loss? Mm, no? Maybe. Um, but they say that um, the uh, this development of pluripotent stem cells is a discovery that could lead to uh, new therapies for the treatment of skin disorders and cancers. So apparently, if you are someone who suffers with a, a, some kind of a skin disorder or a skin-related cancer, um, this hairy skin in a dish business is going to help you. <laughs> so, I mean, I would imagine if you had skin cancer, this will make yeah. you very happy. To me, I just thought it was the most disgusting science story. Like, how hairy headline. is the skin? Are we talking, like, fur coat, or are we just talking, like... Well, apparently, (laughs) dusting, I don't know, but I can tell you that these were mouse skin cells. So however hairy a mouse would be, Mm. that seems pretty hairy, Mm -hmm. right? Gross. Yeah, it is kind of gross. But again, science is gross. But the good news is somebody's doing this gross science. And ultimately what it will mean is that um, if you've got a skin disorder or cancer, you're going to be helped by it. So thank God somebody's doing this gross science, right? So um, Lisa Marie is not thankful right now because she just tweeted this, not Presley, Lisa Marie, our listener who just tweeted the following in the middle of chewing my lunch. I hear hairy skin in a dish. I mean, I'm going to need an awkward hug. Yeah. Well, do you want to give her one? Yeah, sure. We haven't done an awkward hug in a long time. Do you want to tell people what that even is? So, uh, you know, when you see somebody you haven't seen in a while or it's a friend that you don't really know very well and you go in to give them a hug and it turns a little bit awkward. We do an audio version of that and it sounds a little bit like this. We used to do that every day. We did. We used to give awkward hugs hugs. all the time. Awkward hugs 2018. You know, speaking of awkward hugs, um, you may not have caught this. So Nicole Kidman got up twice yesterday for an award on the Golden Globes. And the first time she got up, she, who is married to Keith Urban, yep. went in to try to like give him a celebratory affectional moment. I don't know if she was going for a hug or a kiss or what. It was like 15 seconds of pure awkward. I mean, these people looked like they didn't have any well, type of chemistry whatsoever. Let's be honest. Those two are just purely awkward sitting in chairs. Can I ask a question? Do you feel like their marriage is real? Yeah. I also think he's a woman. Yeah. I don't think they're, I think that that is a PR marriage. I think she's a robot and he's a woman. 
I mean, they definitely have the same hairstyle. Not that I have opinions. That would be a great sitcom. A, the robot. And She's the, a robot and he's, he's a, a woman. woman. Yeah, it's, exactly. Uh, Nicole Kidman and that other guy with the hair. Can we also talk about the hair yeah, at so, the Golden Globes, please? Because this has not gotten enough time. I would like to, in the immortal words um, of Maxine Waters, reclaim my time. Okay. <laughs> the uh, or as Amy Poehler said last night, reclaim my wine mm-hmm. um, and W H I N E. The hair last night was shocking. Yeah, there's a trend in Hollywood that we are not for. We I don't know what they call it there, but here in the Midwest and in, in the good uh, North, we call it the butt cut. Well, it's, <laughs> it's not even the butt cut. It's the butt cut 2.0. So butt cut in the sense of you know, uh, parting your hair down the middle. But then uh, Nicole Kidman was but the worst, and I do mean but the worst example of this. She had um, well bangs slash pieces of hair taped to her forehead mm-hmm. and like sort of um, wispily falling off of her chin. Almost looking like so... drapes. It sort of looked like And it was a theme drapes. that was, yeah, it was a theme <laughs> a that was, back. well, Hair, if if those drapes were made out of hair, um, it was a a theme that was repeated several times, not just by Nicole Kidman. She was perhaps the um, the loudest example. But then uh, I, I could probably find a dozen other women that we saw throughout the night who had this variation on a theme, which was, you know, uh, parted hair up in the back, parted down the middle with like pasted on sides yeah where it just like it it like covered their face like bangs but it was then like it went face all dressings. the way down to their jawline it was so weird so weird and it I wasn't know, cute i know like last night was hashtag me too hashtag times up hashtag tag women are strong hashtag men are disgusting hashtag toxic masculinity the list goes on and on and so for a man to sit here and, and like berate women for their hair i i the, the irony is not lost on me or the just absurdity is not lost on me and uh, but I can't help but acknowledge I, what I believe to be the truth staring at me uh, on Nicole Kidman's head. I'm going to give you a pass on this oh, because, thank you. well, no, I'm just what I'm saying is it's not like you're hating on women for their hair. You are having a commentary on what seems to be a trend coming out and of I'm Hollywood. And I'm disturbed by it, and it needs to go. Away. And you're saying we don't want it here. Yeah, no butt cut in Minnesota. Yeah. You don't don't spread the butt cut, people. Don't spread your butt cut. When we come back, we have the expertise of Paul McGuire Grimes, our film critic, coming in to share with no us his thoughts on the Golden Globes. 1071. Everything. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These guys are 11. Entertainment.